Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome back to Girl Water Your Grass. Today, we are encouraging you to keep going. And what we're really going to dive into today is the one thing that will always stay the same in our lives, and that is that change will always be a big part of it. So we just thought with back to school happening, it's August. Some of you don't start back till September, but whether summer is, you know, coming to a close and school's back in session, the one thing that's always, you know, we're in school season and then we're on Christmas break and then we have back in school and then it's spring break and then it's summer and it's, it's just a constant transition. And if you don't have children and aren't in on the school schedule, there's seasons, you know, there's always a changing season in life. And Maria, tell us more about the seasons that aren't just weather related. Right. There's so many changes, you guys, so many seasons, you know, like right now I'm in a season of, you know, getting ready to be married and moving and you know, <laughs> it's exciting. And there's seasons of, um, you know, there's seasons of things. So going you're on. in a season of engagement. Yes. There's right now we're in this. Yeah. In a season of engagement, you know, and then we'll be in a, then I'll be in a season of, you know, being married and newlyweds. Um, yeah. There, it's like every, every part, there's like a season, you know, there's a season where you have children. There's a season where your kids are older. There's a season where kids leave the house. There's a season where, you know, like every part of, of our lives, we never get out of it. You know, there's always some aspect of something changing. Someone moves, someone dies, someone, um, you know, there's life is not stagnant, right? There's always some aspect of, of movement going on. You know, there's, you look at how much there's like all this anti-aging things and people are trying to stop the clock for, for why don't, you know, they don't want to get old, this or that. And the reality is that you guys change is inevitable, right? Like there's always something that has changed. We see that in nature and we see that in our, in our own lives and it doesn't have to be a bad thing. And one of the things, the reason we wanted to talk about this today is I'm kidding. We're talking about how the temptation can be when we're in certain seasons and we're transitioning to a new season, the temptation can be to, you know what, I'm just going to stop the rest of my life until I get through this transition. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that is you also know from all the things that we've talked about here is, is that the problem with stopping that is you're stopping consistency. You're stopping the flow. If you're constantly go, stop, go, stop, go, stop. It's hard to get into any kind of rhythm when we do that. And so the temptation is to just stop our lives. And we have found that that ends up not being sustainable. Yeah, it really doesn't. And, you know, I think it's, it's like right now with, with our other company, our partner, Aaron just had a baby and, and she's on maternity leave and, 
you know, we're, we're a small company and she has a huge position that is irreplaceable, right? People, mm -hmm. uh, positions shouldn't be irreplaceable, but people, um, positions should be replaceable, but people should not because we love totally. people. So it's been a big challenge, right? To keep her wheels moving because she has such a, a pivotal role in our company, but we have to keep moving and we have to keep the ball rolling with West while she's out. And it's, it's just been interesting. And we thought, let's talk about this because though Erin is out on maternity leave and she's such a valuable asset to our company, we have to keep going, right? Yes. Yes. We can't just stop because one person is out. And I think, you know, that. I think there can be a temptation, you know, in the fitness world I, I, with clients, a lot of times they would be like, oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll start back on the diet on Monday or I'll start back with doing workouts on, on Monday. But the funny thing with that is, you know, because maybe they mess something up on Thursday or Friday. Well, I just, let me just kind of take the whole weekend and forget it. And I'll restart on Monday. The problem with that Monday never comes. You know, like, like it doesn't because something it's almost, I think the temptation is almost if we can't do it, quote unquote, perfectly, we just don't want to do it at all. And we know that with change, things are just not going to be done perfectly, guys. Like that mm -hmm. is the reality. It's progress over perfection. And I think the other thing with that is once we have not done it perfectly, then we throw in the towel altogether. It's like, right. well, I, I mean, nutrition is just an easy way to, sure. to give an example. And it's like, well, I already had, you know, the muffin and the whatever for, for breakfast. So I'll go ahead and have the cupcake for lunch and the bowl of ice cream for dinner or whatever it is. It's like, no, maybe you made one bad decision or allowed yourself yes. some grapes and a treat, but that doesn't have to lead to, towards a complete, you know, right. baking on, on sugar or whatever it may mm -hmm. be, you know, coffee, like I do it with coffee. Like, I've already had a cup of coffee, but it's really cold today when yeah. I know that my body doesn't respond well to drinking coffee all day long, yeah. even though I love it. So, you know, that the temptation is to just completely throw in the towel whenever we don't have that perfection. And we challenge you today to just stop there. Just stop where you are yeah. and begin again. We want to invite you to begin yes. again. I love that begin again. One of my, one of my dearest friends, um, Christine, she would always say that she'd be like, guys, it doesn't matter if you mess up, it's begin again, begin again, begin again. And begin well, don't just yes. begin like with a low standard for yourself. Right. You know, right. I was talking with Anna Catherine this morning. It's so interesting. I was, did a run this morning at 450 with my daughter mm -hmm. and she had to get in, um, four to five miles before she went to work at 630 AM. And I said, you know, I, I popped right out of bed because I wasn't going to let her run on her own in the dark. Right. Mm -hmm. And we were just talking about how interesting it is that when you, this is why having an accountability partner for food or for exercise or for anything matters because you'll pop right out of bed. And I asked her the question, why do you think we'll do that for each other, but we won't honor ourselves? So good. Why yeah. is that? Yeah. You know, it, it's interesting because, well, there's such a dichotomy with this because, okay. You would just sleep in if it was just right. you and you meeting someone, right? right? Because the interesting thing with this, and we've done some fascinating research on this topic that when we, you know, when we don't follow through with the, the commitments we make to ourselves, for example, saying, Hey, I'm going to get up at 4:50 tomorrow and get my run in. Right. When you, when you consistently don't do that, it actually really lowers your self-esteem, your self-worth, and it also lowers kind of your sense of, of, of integrity. And then it makes it more and more challenging to follow through with anything. 
And so it really is fascinating. And we'd love to pose this question to you to maybe sit with an even journal on why do you think it is easy to, if you, if you're accountable to someone, Hey, I'm going to meet you for, for that run at 450, then you'll do it. But why would you not for yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, like, think about that for a minute. Why do you think that's true for you? Is that true for you? It is for most people. And yeah. I think it's nature that we will go to that, you know, the yeah. least, uh, the resistance and the the right. easiest thing to do, but totally. our culture really sells us. Like you don't have to keep going in hard times. You can totally lay down and wallow right. in your sorrows or wallow. And like, we can do hard things. And we're here to tell you doing hard things actually build confidence and it's good for you. Yes. It's amazing the difference that confidence makes. That was another thing that we found out too, through studying some of this is how much the confidence either increases or decreases based on whether we do do what we say to ourselves. Yeah. Honoring your commitment. I remember growing up, that was something that was very much, um, uh, very much taught to us and very much kind of preached was that, you know, you be a person of your word and it doesn't matter whether that word is to yourself or to someone or to someone else, but that your word is like, I mean, that's like life or death in a sense, you know, there, there was such an emphasis put on the gravity of that, that your word needs to mean something. And it's, it's so interesting nowadays too, how for so many people, I forget who I was talking to recently, but we were talking about how so many people nowadays they don't keep their word. They say, oh, like you might tell them something. They'll say, oh, I won't tell anyone. And then they do go and tell someone, you know, or, or like, oh, we're, let's get together this weekend. And they cancel yes. every time you have any plans. Yes. Yeah. Where it's like, you just start to see these patterns where people will say one thing and then they do the opposite. And, and so we want to, we want to challenge you, you know, to start to think about other areas in your life, you know, and challenge ourselves. Are there areas in our lives where we are not being men and women of our word, you know, Mm -hmm. where we are not actually carrying through, even when we're in a season of change, even when we're in a a moment of transition. One of my favorite quotes, and I tell my kids all the time, I don't know if I made it up or it's probably preached to me all my life, but do do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. Yeah. Do what you say say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. And you will literally rock the world because it's so rare. And that's unfortunate because We think it's so, we make it so much more complicated than it has to be in order to be successful and to really, you know, take charge of things. And it's not, it's very simple. It is very simple. Yeah. You are a woman of your word or a man of your word and you show up and do you do what you're saying you're going to do? You set yourself apart. Yes. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you, if you realize that you're not, maybe you are, are overcommitting also, you know, maybe you're saying, I know one of the things I realized was I was working on a project with someone and realized I was giving saying, Oh, I could have this done by this time. And I started realizing, Oh, wait, that's actually not realistic. Mm-hmm. And so then I had to start to reevaluate. wait, what actually is realistic for me so that I can be that woman of my word, right? So no. if you recognize it, let it them know, Hey, I actually totally misjudged that because, and you've heard us talk about this all the time, right? Communication is everything. It is even just letting, you know, if, if you're telling someone, Hey, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. Well, if that needs to shift, let them know, but letting them know ahead of time, um, Sometimes we all bite off more than we can chew, right? right? right. Or are you just overwhelmed in your head and you need to put it on paper and figure yes. it out? Yes. You know, just to, um, I know our other partner, Cecilia is traveling right now and 
it's, it's like, she is always back and forth here and there. She's always on the go and she's really good about keeping the ball moving whenever, wherever she is. And we live in a, a new world that you can work from anywhere. You can work remotely. And sometimes that can be a reason that we want to throw on the towel and not keep going of like, well, now I'm, I'm here and I'm there. And before you know it, mm-hmm. you've been traveling so much and you haven't moved the needle forward and done what you need to do work-wise or maybe, maybe it's that you're traveling a lot and you've just like, well, I'll get back into my schedule of spending alone time with God whenever I get home. Mm -hmm. And if you are a person that travels a lot and is on the go, we challenge you to keep going in those seasons of not being home. Yeah. You're really good at this. Oh my gosh. Always traveling. This has been something that has definitely been a learning thing for me over the years because yeah, so much of my life has been spent with a lot of travel and the nature of a lot on of the road again. Yeah, being, being in the music industry for a really long time, you were, you travel. That's just, that's part of the jam with that. But one of the things, it's no pun intended part of the jam. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, one of the things it was interesting because I actually was traveling with a friend for a trip and she, we were later talking about, you know, whether any, what about, consistency or about doing something regular. And I, and I made a comment about, oh gosh, you know, I'll be glad to be able to get back home so I can be in a consistent rhythm or something like that. And she started laughing. She's like, Maria, you already have like a consistent rhythm when we travel. I'm like, really? What do I do? And she's like, no, she's like everywhere we go. She's like, you're up before the rest of us. You're getting a workout in and you have like spent some time with the Lord and you come back in and we'll ask you like, oh, what, you know, and you've already like been in the shower and you've done all this stuff. And, and I started laughing because I, it had become such a way of life mm-hmm. that I hadn't even realized, oh, wait, I, I do do that because, you know, it kind of goes back to also knowing what are those things in your life that do help you to thrive, right? Mm-hmm. What are those things that help you in your relationships that help to keep you grounded, that help you even when you're in those transitions? Because I think one of the things that makes cha- transitions more challenging or seasons of change more challenging is when we, is because we also stop doing those things that keep us grounded. And so when you're in that season of change, even if you do those on a smaller level, you know, because maybe you don't have an hour to get a workout in. So you do a 20 minute workout, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't have, you know, 45 minutes to spend quite time with the Lord. Um, but you can spend 20 minutes. Maybe you can, you know, and so looking at, okay, what are the things that I do not have to do, but really keeping your priority straight of weight. These things are actually physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. These things are things that I need to keep going and to do it well. Yeah. And I think it's important you know, something we, we really find value in is to keep going every day on your body, mind, and soul. Yes. So how are you keeping the ball rolling on your body? If you're postpartum Mm -hmm. or if, you know, you just had a baby, you can't go get some massive workout in. You can figure out a way to get in some movement, go for a walk, Mm -hmm. whatever you're doing. Be healthy, right? Right. And and then again, knowing based off of the season you're in, knowing what that looks like. So for example, you know, if you are, if, you know, going back to kind of postpartum example, actually you may need to just be completely rest during, during that time with just a little bit of walking or just, you know, hot, some baths with different, you know, I have it. right, right. Like you just, you just don't know. There's certain things that you may need to be doing different based on the season that you're in. So paying attention to it, but not neglecting 
right. That body, mind, spirit. You want that season to keep going. So for your body, for your mind, it's like maybe sometimes, you know, we talked about information overload a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, but maybe you've been reading so many books you need a break, or is it yes. time that you've been stagnant and you need to challenge yourself? Is it you're ready for whatever it is to be challenging yeah. yourself mentally? And then for the soul, you know, maybe you get an hour yeah. alone time with God and, and that's amazing, but maybe you can only get, I mean, for all of us that have kids, it's real five minutes of quiet is a gift, right? Right. And right. So you take the time you get, and then you do things with love and you keep going. Mm -hmm. I love that too, because I was talking with um, Chris and Care, who my two other girlfriends who we have our, our band and women's ministry. And we were talking about, because we do very limited amount of, of travel nowadays, because we're just in very different seasons in our lives. But we were talking about how, you know, when we all lived together and we were all single in Nashville, that, you know, there was plenty of time for prayer time and quiet time with the Lord. And there was time for, you know, just different things. And now in the season of, you know, both of them, like one has twins and the other has two other little guys back to back. And, um, and they're like, you know, it, it's been interesting seeing how we're in a new season, you know, just that, okay, like that was a special season and we're grateful for that. And now we're in a new season and we're grateful for that, but it doesn't have to mean that you're going further away from the Lord. It doesn't have to mean that you're failing because you're not doing what you were before. And MK, I'm sure you can speak so much into all of that. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea what it means to have that the time with the Lord was ever a, a gift because I've never experienced that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much straight into full fledged. You know, I remember having Anna Catherine, our first child, and thinking, I got this. One kid is right. not a problem. I don't know what all the fuss is about. And then be careful what you pray for because <laughs> turns one and we have twins and I kicked my butt. But, you know, it is, it's um, knowing that there's different seasons and not being resentful and mad about it, but mm. realizing that, you know, my prayer is to do laundry and not be ticked off about it or to yes. color. And this is, this is my gift of myself because my vo primary vocation is motherhood yeah. and just knowing that, you know, you, you can't have the time that you have before children will not always say, what do we do before kids? I don't know. We definitely didn't enjoy it enough. No, kids are amazing. <laughs> and they change your life. And, and I think that so many times we get caught up in not getting done what we want to get done with our agenda. Right. And mm -hmm. then we, we take it out on our children, which is not mm -hmm. fair to them, right? We have that, that's yeah. a whole other podcast, but, um, you know, it's just interesting of not holding on to yeah. your idea. So the change is happening and can you surrender it and keep going and keep moving and Good. keep moving forward and progressing in your relationship with the Lord, even though you may not have all yeah. this uninterrupted time. You know, a key thing to that also, Matt and I were talking about this the other day about, really fostering that spirit of gratitude. Do you know what I mean? Because a lot of times we pray for things our whole lives, you know, whatever it is, maybe we're praying for something with our family for some healing, or maybe we're praying, you know, for a spouse, or maybe we're praying for children. Maybe we're praying, praying for a spouse for our whole life. And for a long time. And, um, and, and, but we were, we were, we were laughing because we're like, you know, what's wild is you can pray for certain gifts for so long or for certain things, or maybe it's healing for someone. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when you get the gift, do you spend just as much of that time on your knees in gratitude and gratefulness as you did begging for the gift? Never. We don't. And, and it just made, it was such an aha. We were like, wow, are we being so fully present to the gift of this moment? Even sometimes when there are gifts that we didn't even know to pray for, 
right? But you look at the, the father we have as a father of details, someone who loves to delight his children. Like we see that over and over again, you know, and, and at the same time, are we actually being grateful for the sweet gifts that we're having? You know, are you grateful for that time that you had with your friend? You know, are you grateful for that time with your children? Are you grateful for that time with your fiance or your spouse? Are you grateful? Because it is so easy to just get frustrated. It's so easy to see kind of the negative or to see the bad or to see the, all the things like, oh my gosh, this is so obnoxious. But are you actually like entering into the gratitude of the gift and, and number one, letting people know that like, oh my gosh, you're such a gift, you know, whether it's your children, whether it's your friend, like something that MK and you're, to me, you're so good about this, about letting people know how much you appreciate them and how grateful you are for them, you know? And, and I think more and more gratitude, it changes us, but it also changes the way that we look at those people in our lives. And it changes the way that we have those situations and circumstances. And you've heard us talk about gratitude before, I know, but, you know, really want to offer this to you to just start to, to ponder and start to think about as much as you pray for certain things, when you receive them, do, how long is that gratitude for that? Are you aware of it? Mm, so good. So really what we wanted to challenge you today is to know that change is inevitable yes. and to keep going, to not stop, to not be stagnant, but to keep going. And if it's a difficult season, no. And this too shall pass. You will get through this. And if it's yes. a good season to be grateful and that gratitude is everything, but really just to keep moving forward. It's yes. intensity over consistency over into over intensity, right? Part of it. Yes. It's a mar- life's a marathon guys, not a sprint. And it's beautiful. So we just challenge you to keep going this week and let us know like, share, download, let us know what you else you want us to talk about. And we'll see you next week on Girl, What Are Your